0: Hello, friend. Thank you so very much for joining us once again here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. Today, we're going to jump right into the theme, to the thought. You see, I'm going to be sharing with you one of my favorite gospel tracts. It's one of my absolute favorite recently written gospel tracts. And I actually had the opportunity some time ago, just a few months ago, actually to co-write this gospel tract with a Marine Corps buddy of mine. He's a retired Marine. He's He was in for 21 years or thereabouts. Now, I realize you have to be careful with saying somebody was a Marine. Once a Marine, always a Marine, from my understanding. And so I'll be very careful in how I word it. He is still a strapping man. He's still in better shape than I am, for sure. And I'm very glad. I'm honored by the fact that he has now joined our team. Here at Bible Tracks Incorporated, my friend Matt Pearson is a staff member, full-time staff member here at BTI. He heads up some of the operations and the fulfillment. If you get a box or a package of gospel tracts sent by us. Now, realize we send gospel tracts around the world for free. Uh, they are free as the Lord provides. If the Lord lays on your heart to give towards them, phenomenal. But you don't have to. But if you receive a package of gospel tracts anytime in the near future, it's likely that they have Matt Pearson's fingerprints on them. And I'm very thankful for his work ethic. I'm thankful for his desire to serve the Lord. And I'm thankful for the fact that I can share this gospel tract with you Today. Without further ado, let me introduce you to the warrior. Since the beginning of time, mankind has fought, bled, and died. Wars and catastrophes, both natural and man made, have resulted in a small segment of our population being called into action. Warriors, medical professionals, police officers, firefighters, All veterans of conflicts and circumstances they wouldn't wish on anyone else have answered that call throughout history. But then, the guns fall silent. The state of emergency passes. The deployments come to an end. The stress, the life or death decisions, are no longer required. The situation has seemingly settled. The world seems to go on with life, but sometimes the past doesn't stay in the past. Another giant raises its ugly head. In some ways, the coming battle is even worse than those faced in defense of one's country. Saving lives or keeping a community safe, this giant is coming for blood. Does that sound familiar? A situation like that Reminds me of a man in the Bible. You may even know someone in your life that shares his name. It's pretty common in modern times. A man named David, the warrior. David was a warrior, a general, a king, a leader of men. The Bible tells us that he was just a youth when he ran towards battle for the first time and killed a brutal enemy soldier moments later. David was exceedingly skilled in single combat, even against vastly stronger foes. His combat days only increased, and thousands of enemy combatants fell at his hand or leadership. More impressive still, his men respected him so intensely that they often took on grave risk in a multitude of dangerous special operations engagements simply because he was their leader. His prowess... In battle, hardened feats of bravery and courage are recorded, along with other details about his life in the most popular single book ever written, the Bible, though he was not the instigator or the perpetrator, David was a participant and combat soldier, a leader in some of the most gruesome conflicts in recorded history. He lived through, witnessed, and took part in many battle scenes that he could not easily forget. Outside of war, David had another life. He was a husband, a father, a musician, a shepherd. In short, David was a man. As a man, he wrestled with the things he had done and the many sights he had seen. He even writes in Psalm 32 verse 3, When I kept my silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long internalizing the things that bothered him made his mind and body hurt. He continues in Psalm 38, 4, For mine iniquities are gone over mine head. As a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. Psalm 38, 6, I am troubled. I am bowed down greatly. I go mourning all the day long. David goes on crying out to God to forgive him and to take this burden from him. Psalm 39, 7, And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. Hope is a term that is frequently misused in today's vernacular, being substituted incorrectly for concepts like wish or desire. The word hope implies there is an expectation of a positive outcome. David says, My hope is in thee. After confessing to God, he is asking God to deliver him from the burden and anguish. What does this mean? David expects that God will deliver him, and God does. David remembers his deliverance and thanks God. Psalm 40 verses 1 through 3, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, And establish my goings, and he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it, and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. With God's help, you can defeat this giant of hopelessness. Don't let the enemy fool you into carrying this burden. Who is the enemy? The enemy is Satan, he is the father of lies. Revelation 12 and verse 9, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. John eight forty four, He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar, and the father of it. Satan is on a mission to steal, kill, and destroy. John 10.10 10, The thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and to destroy. He will stop at nothing to accomplish his evil goals. Satan wants you to believe that the pain ends with death, but it doesn't. Luke 16.23 And in hell... He lift up his eyes, being in torments, this is talking about the rich man, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom, and he cried, and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his t- finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. It brings me no joy to tell you that any suffering you may experience in this world is nothing compared to an eternity spent without the one who can give you the victory over your hopeless state. Let me introduce you to the victor. The truth is that everyone deserves to spend an eternity in hell. Regardless of the good works you have done, no matter your service to your country, community, or family, we are all bound for hell. None of us can buy our way out, but I have some good news. You don't have to go to hell. Notice what the Bible says in 1 John 1, 8. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But listen carefully to this next verse, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to Forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The next verse in this gospel tract reiterates that there is hope. Romans six twenty three. For the wages of sin is death. Yes, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus Christ, the Victor, the Son of God, subjected Himself to brutal crucifixion. He became sin for us, bore the wrath of God so that you don't have to. Even more wondrous, he proved his power and rose from the dead so that you too can have a bridge to heaven. John chapter 3, verse 16, a familiar passage. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. My friend, have you accepted the free gift of eternal salvation and victory over hopelessness that Jesus Christ offers? You can do so today. God tells us in Romans 10.9, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Right now, where you are, you could pray a simple prayer. The words won't save you. You must believe in your heart. Pray to God now. Confess you are a sinner and repent of your sins. Tell him that you have no other way to heaven. Ask him to come into your life and save you. If you just did that, I want to rejoice with you. You now have a new life in Christ. You are now part of the family of God and we want to welcome you. I am going to give you some contact information in just a moment. Would you reach out to us so that we can help welcome you into this new life? Before we close and I give you contact info, there is one more item that I would like you to consider. You probably know others that struggle in the same way you have. God has given us a duty. Through Christ, we have a grand opportunity to help others in this fight. He is calling on you to stand. Ephesians 6.13, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all... To stand. No matter what, keep standing against the enemy. Share with others how they too can defeat their giants. In just a moment, the announcer is going to come on and give you multiple ways that you can contact us. If you made a decision today or you have questions, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to respond personally. Thank you so very much for listening. Join us for the remainder of this week. Have a great day for His glory. God bless.
1: Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 828 6888. That's 309 828 6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at bibletracksinc.org. That's bibletracksinc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.